as a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Now how you gonna find this good thing, which is you, if you out doing what you do? Look, you're a beautiful girl, but you hurt from something. You got your eyes open because you're searching for something. In school, raising your kid and got two jobs because you're working for something. And you got a friend, but he ain't right. The life he living really your type, but you stay with him and you lay with him. Because that loneliness to keep you up at night. You pray to God and you ask him. See if someone to treat you right. You don't need a man, but you want a man because you need a man in your life. And all that independent stuff you want. Don't leave your single for life. I know you see your mama do it by herself. But trust, she ain't want to do it like that, cause we all need somebody, somebody to love, and the king needs a queen, and the Happy Friday kings and queens happy, happy Friday, listen so I used to listen to that song like a lot, it's like one of my Facebook friends he make it, and I'm mad that he don't make music no more but some reason I'm like that song came to mind sometimes you just be needing those small reminders just to like give you a reminder of your worth or whatever and it actually connects with what I wrote in my notes on my phone the other day and something that I've been learning if you're looking for a heartbreak just find a man who don't have a relationship with God that's the easiest way to get your heart broken and a lot of times we would meet people and they would break our heart without even meaning to break our heart. Don't get me wrong. We do have some people that would manipulate us and trick us and do all the crazy stuff. But then we do have people that's not even aware that they have issues. We do have people that's not even like aware that, hey, maybe I do need to heal in this area. Because when you don't have a relationship with God, you really don't know what's going on internally. You really don't know because it takes you getting a relationship with God to realize like, dang, like, okay God because God do nothing but expose all them issues like even if you like it or not God really would just expose so many things within so what I've been learning I wanted to do like my dating life part two I don't like dating and it was like it was to the point where it's like God what, what, what is you doing one thing I'm learning with men is men really deal with rejection like terribly I thought it was like one person was like that and then I realized it was a pattern with the guys I was communicating with I'm like they really because me like I always say y'all I'm the queen of blocking people but since I want to be a better communicator so now I sit and explain to guys like I'm not really feeling this no more like I don't feel like um, we're compatible I don't feel like we're a good match so I try to do it the adult way because your, your girl about to be 27 next week so I'm trying to be an adult right so I do it the adult way and these guys still be like what boundaries they literally would text me from their second phone or third phone and say um I know you blocked me but what do you mean I know you blocked me yeah like I told you I was good and you still crossed the boundaries to come back to my personal space and say forget how I felt I told one guy, I'm like, this is moving too fast. I said, we need to slow it down. Because if we friends, I don't think that we should be texting every single day. I don't think we should be texting morning to night. Like, that's that's causing, like, an early attachment. And I don't want that right now. Like, if you're not able, if you're not on the journey I'm on, that I'm looking to date to marry, then and you want to be friends, cool, we could be friends. But we're not about to act like we're dating. And I noticed that with men. Men want to get to know you and still want you to play the girlfriend role. I think men move 10 times faster than women. This is my first time actually dating in a healthy way, y'all. So this lifestyle is ghetto. And like, I woke up like this morning, like feeling really heavy. Like, and I was feeling heavy because I'm like, God, 
I don't like dating. Like, I was really straight. Like, I feel like I was 10 times happier and more focused when I was just focused on purpose and I was, like, focused on myself. Like, I was, like, way happier. And and God hit me. God was like, it's not, it's not the men or it's not you, Shanice. It's just the people you choose to entertain. And it's just, like, we have no control who we attract. And I thought the more you heal that I wouldn't attract certain guys no more. But it all like it all bowed down to who you decide to entertain. So if I choose to entertain these men who I know for a fact have no relationship with God, I'm pretty much asking for getting my heart broke. Like I'm asking for that. Because a man who prays for you, a man who asks God for permission to love you, that's the man you want to go for. And that's the man I desire. Like I want a man who respects my celibacy journey. I hate to talk about this on my podcast because I gotta stop telling people who I date but my podcast because they don't know that my podcast is my journey of healing and all that good stuff so they probably like you sneak this to me but no but I had one guy I'm gonna tell y'all two situations right so I had one guy and he was like um I'm like I'm celibate and stuff like that and I was like I said honestly I was scared to tell you that I was celibate so he's like cool we can be friends with no strings attached like nothing with the extras so I'm like cool bad so we in a car one day recently and we driving to go get some egg rolls and all that good stuff. Why this man play all freaky music the whole car ride? And I'm like, sir, I am human. Like, you trying to tempt me. It was so crazy, y'all. I just had to close my legs. Like, Lord, what is he doing? Like, the whole car ride. The craziest part is he wanted to spend some time with me. So he drove, like, so slow just to kill time. And I live all the way, like, in 16 miles. Like, he took 16 miles the streetway all the way to, like, downtown area. I took the streetway just to kill time and I'm like that's cute and all but why are you playing all this freaky music and I just clearly told you that I'm celibate and he probably don't I think he knew what he was doing but when you're celibate I don't consume myself with certain music and the reason because that because like if I'm listening to Keith Sweat meeting in my bedroom if I'm listening to Pretty Ricky that's going to put a thought in my head and that's going to have my little body arising up and I ain't got time for that because I'm trying to save my body you get me so that was another red flag and I was like Lord have mercy God so the other guy I ain't talked to a lot of guys it's like two guys that I'm texting right now well three I take that back but one of them I don't really talk to like that but it's like two right now so one guy I tell him up front like I'm celibate I don't have sex I'm not uh, that's not my lifestyle so like at first I was scared to tell people this but I'm telling them up front like your girl celibate I ain't giving you my cookie jar you can't have it so he was like cool like he said he was he was cool with it he's like that's cool with me he was like you must be looking to get married between six and seven months I said excuse me sir and then I was like, okay, yeah. And he was like, yeah. He said, yeah, I date. We, we can date and get to know each other. But you don't mind if I get my um my stuff somewhere else? I was like, this is not going to work, sir. So now them two, they've been eliminated. They actually really the same guys from like last week, from the last episode. These not even new guys. These just two guys that I blocked and they resurfaced and they crossed my boundaries and my naive thinking gave them another chance to be back around. So now they officially eliminated. Like, just just eliminated. Like, I just can't deal with it. Because it's like, what I want in someone, like, I really want a man that have a relationship with God. Because if you have a relationship with God, you want to go to God and ask God, teach me how to love her. You have a relationship with God, you're going to understand my celibacy journey without me saying it because 
one thing I want in a relationship is I want someone to ask me, can I court you? And we live in a generation where that's not popular, where a guy asks, can I court you? And court you is me saying that I respect your celibacy journey and I'm celibate too. And I'm going to try this journey with you. And I do believe that it's someone out there that's willing to show me that journey. And I'm not willing to settle for nothing less if I don't get that. Like, I would rather not date at all before I settle for what I want. And what I want is a man that understands my purpose. Another thing is women or men, whoever, if you're in that dating stage, ask somebody what's your purpose. Because if they say they don't know, I asked one guy, I'm like, yeah. I said, yeah, so I took two years off healing. And I was like, I really found myself. I know who I am. I know what I'm doing in life. And I was like, do you know your purpose? And he was like, yeah, he didn't really know his purpose. And the reason why I say it's so crucial for people to know their purpose in life, because when a man knows his purpose, he knows what he needs help with in life. So say if a man have a business and he want to make a business like painting or something. And say if he meet a woman and she's cute, they compatible, but this woman hate paint. That's just a terrible example. Like he can't date her. If she hate paint, like that's just an example. You have to find someone who can help you in the areas and who fit, like they that missing puzzle piece to your dreams. Like Meeg's example, I can't date nobody who, who don't like the homeless people, who don't have a sensitive heart towards them. I can't date them because that's part of my purpose is to help them, is to help them get, get them off the street in the future. Like that's part of my dream. So I can't date nobody who don't understand that lane. Like I can't date somebody who who don't understand that I'm working at 9 to 5, I'm chasing my dreams at the work and they just want to do a 9 to 5. Like, they want to understand me. So, make sure you ask that question. Like, do you know your purpose? Because God sent a woman to help a man and you have to know, you have to know that. But, stop dating men that's in the rural. Like, stop selling. I call it stop selling for safe. Sarah Jace have a book on it. A lot of times, um, what I learned over the years with dating that every guy I meet they have something I like and I can just take that and set up for safe if I want to I can just take that and say cool this is this the best I can get so I'm as well like one guy like one of the guys out of the two um, he actually read the bible every day like, he not really applying it to his life but I could have took that and was like oh that's good enough that's a start I can work with it it's potential there no I can't it's either we equally yoke or we're not because if we're unequally yoked someone is going to make someone drift away like an example with the one guy who i told was celibate and he played the freaky music if i was a center for that there's a great chance that i would have risked my celibacy journey because i did like him like one thing about him he made me laugh he made me laugh like literally every message is us laughing like and that's rare if you can get me that comfortable and make me laugh so i'm like okay we laugh like it was awesome but that's settling for safe if I would have chose to just be, just because he had this one thing in common that somebody else didn't do. And you can't settle for safe. You have to be willing to trust the unknown. You have to be willing to say, God, I will wait. If that means that I had to ignore some Netflix and chill, if that means I had to be by myself for another year or two, God, I will wait. And I truly believe that, like, I can't settle. Like, settling is ghetto. Like, you need to have that term in your head. Settling is ghetto. And it's not, you deserve so much more than trying to see the potential in somebody. You deserve so much more than trying to belittle yourself or dumb yourself down just, just to get some attention. And that was me. Like, I got excited because it was like, I legit, and I'll tell you the last guy I dated, like, that man had my mind gone. And like, 
I didn't date not a soul. I didn't date anyone. So when I finally got over him and I was like one percent over him, I was so excited just to just to like somebody new. It feels so good just to like somebody new because once I like you, I like you. And it's hard for me not to stop liking you. Then once I start loving you, it's really hard for me to stop loving you. Like I have to it had to take everything out of me to stop loving a person. So once I got to that point, I was like, oh my God, I'm excited. But I'm not settling for safe. And I don't want you to settle for safe. I don't want you to just take the bare minimum they giving you because the last person you dated, they didn't give you nothing. So he giving you just a little bit more what the last person gave you. I don't want you to settle for none of it. You deserve everything you desire. And a lot of times we don't know what we deserve because we only been exposed to a handful. And that's why I always put God in everything because God taught me. God, God had me my biological dad who taught me my own worth. My friend Michael, he the reason why my standards are super high right now and why I grown so much in knowing my worth. Like the more you get close to God, God will send people to help you to understand your value, to understand your worth. It's just up to you. It's just up to you to be willing to don't settle for safe. You deserve more than the potential. You deserve more than that. And you're going to get it. I guarantee you, you're going to get it. But I love y'all. I do. Let me say a quick prayer. I feel like I'm out of breath or something. <laughs> but no, Heavenly Father, speak through my spirit, not my flesh, God. I just pray over everyone that's listening. I pray that you touch our mind, you touch our heart, God. I pray over the one that's holding on to someone who they know meaning them no good. I pray over detachments. I pray over souls has been cut. I pray over everything that we encounter, God, that's not of you, God. I pray over everyone that's in our life that's connected to us, God, that's trying to manipulate us, trying to blind us, God. I pray that you remove those ties completely from us, Lord. I pray over the person who's settling right now in a relationship, Lord, that you know they do not supposed to be and that they remove themselves lord and as they remove themselves lord i pray that you be their strength and their weakness as they let go god and i just pray that we continuously to wait on you and we continuously to work on ourselves and get closer towards you god to build that relationship with you lord to wait for that one particular special person that you have for us those who don't have a clue how valuable and how worthy they is god i pray that they begin to draw closer towards you for you can expose them of how wonderful how beautiful and how amazing they is within lord i pray you continuously to search our heart god and you reveal the things in our heart that's not of you god and i just say thank you lord for using us thank you lord for covering us thank you lord for protecting us and i come against anything that try to destroy us anything that try to cause suicide thoughts depression anything that try to take us down god i just ask you to remove it and you continuously to cover us lord and i plead the blood of jesus over everyone's life who's listening god in jesus name i pray a man i love y'all and enjoy y'all weekend and my birthday is next week oh oh but no 